Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this particular episode is going to be about the box breathing technique. If you haven't heard of it, I'll go over it briefly during the, po- uh, the episode. Again, I'm not going to say podcast a bunch of times. Um, but then also the power of heat therapy uh, or also known as the sauna. Um, I've been experiencing... Um, a, a great deal of benefits from incorporating because it's now available to me at the local gym that I'm a part of. Um, if you didn't know already, um, my wife and I moved actually to the south. We're currently in Kentucky, but we're planning on staying permanently in Clarksville. We're currently in the process of looking for a home, but you know, with the housing market the way it is, it was an unplanned uh, exception to what's happening. We had started our plan about a year ago. And it was just overall because of the cost of living and uh, my wife uh, having the ability to stay home to raise Presley. And so uh, we moved out here and I kind of just had to make a decision on where to find a gym, the most cost-effective option to find a gym. I had already planned out Clarksville's gym, knew where I was going, knew what features and benefits they had. I really wanted to make sure that I focused on finding a place with a sauna or some sort of heat therapy um, because that's I've seen so many benefits of it. It's a lot of what I've gone to school for to learn the benefits of the heat therapy and box breathing technique. So I really wanted to incorporate it. Well, I had to make a a last minute kind of decision and I ended up joining a dojo, but the dojo had a gym attached to it. And it was well and fine, it was very personal, it was very um, small, but I was able to kind of keep to myself and do my thing. But then if you've been following my stories on Instagram, I've had some uh, stories that I will reference probably for years to come where I'm doing the chest fly machine and the sensei begins to punch me in the stomach to test my core strength and um, another one where I'm doing back rows and he ends up pulling me to the side, pulling me up on his phone because he recorded me doing the back rows on his surveillance camera and then showing me how to do a proper back row uh, with the equipment that he has. He didn't have the right equipment for it so I kind of made do with a box jump box and Long story short, there was a lot of uh, interesting interactions. Uh, I think maybe it's the the small town, um, you know, someone new joins and and you're excited. I I don't know what it is, but there were just a few things that crossed a couple lines that I was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable here anymore. Um, I partly thought he was in the mob in the beginning. Again, that's probably a whole separate episode. But um, I ended up going to a new gym and it's more of a commercial larger gym. And one pleasant surprise that I didn't know about when researching gyms in the area is that it had a sauna. And the the sauna was a real big benefit for me because I had been really looking into, during the process of losing weights, different uh, avenues as far as what can work with food addiction, what can work with coping mechanisms, what can help you kind of rewire and reprogram what has been programmed for so many years. Because mind you, I was born 10, 11 pounds when I was a kid and and I had always used food or I always, food was kind of always my comfort. And uh, I don't know if, and I can go into any number of reasons what was, what's the root of all that. You know, my parents did get divorced when I was seven and a lot of my stability was probably taken from me because of that. And so I coped in maybe food or stress or emotions. Uh, A lot of my childhood was making each parent happy. And so by doing that, uh, it was very taxing and very stressful. And maybe coping for that stress, I utilized food. Again, this is me 
bird's eye view kind of why I did what I did, but I've had, I have pathways and I have ways that I've dealt with things for so many years. And that's something that I've really come to combat with, something that I've really worked on changing. And a part of that change, I really noticed an assistance, a help uh, with the box breathing technique and the heat therapy. And I'll start with the box breathing technique. The box breathing technique has actually been shown in, in various studies. Um, there's various research studies out there that show that the box breathing technique has a very, very powerful impact on addiction. They've actually done quite a few studies with drug and alcohol addiction and have noticed an alleviancy, um, an ability for um, you know, either the addiction to alcohol or drugs for that person to actually move off of that said addiction or be able to route those uh, copings to those uh, things and reroute them in a better way. Um, the box breathing technique has been shown many, many times to deal with a form of addiction and food is an addiction. And so for me, I've made the statement before, I think food addiction is worse than alcohol and drug addiction simply because you can leave drugs and alcohol behind, you can't leave food behind. Not only do you have to overcome the addiction, but you've now got to develop a good relationship with it. And that's very difficult and very tough. And so the box breathing technique was very important and very integral as far as my process of healing and, tra and transforming and kind of going through my new process of things. And what the box breathing technique is, and I'd welcome you to look up a couple videos uh, on YouTube um, there is plenty of instruction out there on how to do it but it's essentially coming to a state of rest coming into a state of no distractions sitting by yourself in a quiet room sitting yourself sitting by yourself in a quiet closet maybe in your car uh, maybe in the sauna which we'll talk about in a little bit um, but it's sitting in a place and it's beginning to drown out any noise not only in your mind but drown out any noise going on in life, going on around you, drowning out the noise and practicing a breathing technique. And now this breathing technique is gonna start with inhaling with your nose and it's gonna be breathing in with your nose for four seconds. Now the reason it's called a box breathing technique is that you're actually gonna be drawing a box while you're counting to four. So imagine your uh, imaginary box in front of you and you're starting at the bottom left-hand corner and you're breathing in with your nose and you're moving your hand up to the next corner. So one, two, three, four, you're breathing in with your nose, you're holding it for four seconds and then you're exhaling with your mouth over to the next point which is over to the right-hand side and you begin to breathe in during the lines, you hold on the corners, and you breathe out on the uh, opposite line. And so you are essentially making a box, breathing in, holding, breathing out, holding, breathing in, holding, breathing out. And this is a process that can be anywhere from five minutes to 15 minutes to 30 minutes. So it's whatever is going to work for you in your lifestyle, but we improperly breathe after the age of five. We stop breathing properly after the age of five. I was shocked when I read that research. I was shocked when I learned about that because it's true in that we oftentimes breathe in through our mouth when we should be breathing in through our nose. Imagine when you're in an elevated, stressful situation. You're not breathing in through your nose as much as you're breathing in through your mouth. Imagine doing some sort of exercise or some sort of um, extreme activity. You're breathing in through your mouth. You're, you're uh, exhaling, inhaling through your mouth when a lot of practices should be through our nose. And so we, for some reason, lose the correct way of breathing. And then there are forms of our us 
properly breathing, but for the most part, a lot of us improperly breathe coming up after age five. Well, what you're focusing on is a proper breathing technique, but you're also focusing on not rushing that breathing, but also giving it time. What I've noticed in my Brox breathing technique moments is that a lot of clarity has come on why I've either had a set emotion, a set coping mechanism, why I've dealt with or done something a certain way. I've had a moment of reflection. And it's so powerful to have that moment of reflection because it allows you to see a better scope or a better view of what maybe the right decision was or why you did what you did. So the box breathing technique is definitely a recommendation. Now, this is where I talk about heat therapy. Heat therapy is elevating your body, and typically that happens in a sauna, and that's what I'm noticing myself being a part of the sauna, is it's putting you in a, not a stressful situation, but it's putting you in not a normal situation. You are experiencing elevated heat and you are having to process that elevated heat so that you keep yourself from overheating. You keep yourself in a state of calm and peace. If if you're hot, if you're warm, you're gonna really focus on keeping cool. Now, of course, you wanna talk to your doctor and your medical professional before starting any kind of heat treatment or uh, a sauna. You know, we're all on different journeys and all have different, um, uh, ways of, of combating and go after our health, but of course a medical professional is going to be important to consult before doing any kind of sauna or uh, anything like that. The box breathing technique, that's simply breathing, uh, and so breathing is pretty safe, but just make sure that you're being very safe when it comes to a sauna. But I've really noticed a real clarity from me not only elevating the situation that I'm in by being in the sauna, but also practicing the box breathing technique. I've really noticed a clarity, a calmness, uh, less of a worry and anxiety, especially with, you know, I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast with moving across the country, we had planned on a year ago this process to be happening and we did not expect the housing market to do what it, it's done. And so it's put us in a very stressful situation where we're kind of in a temporary housing and we don't know when we're going to be able to move. You know, a couple houses that we've looked at have immediately gone away as soon as we started uh, opening up the possibility of getting in there. And so it's been a very stressful worrisome and, and kind of chaotic time and have really noticed a lot of alleviation because of the practice of the box breathing technique as well as the heat therapy or the sauna I've really seen an impact so I would encourage you to try it of course clearing it with your medical professional but um, trying the box breathing technique seeing if you're actually gonna uh, see a change it's worth something that it's uh, it's worth a try it's not a supplement it's not a special pill or detox tea or anything crazy for you to do. It's just simply practicing something that was, uh, is something that you should be properly doing, which is breathing. The box breathing technique, heating therapy through a sauna would be recommended and seeing if that can help refer, reference, or give you a better scope on either a coping mechanism, help you work through your, work through your food addiction, you know, a conversation you can have with yourself uh, while you're in the box breathing technique, while you're in the heat therapy is, you know, what emotions come up when I binge eat, when I have a tough time sticking according to the plan or doing what I'm supposed to be doing and finding a way, you know, what are things that get in the way? It's, it's starting that conversation with yourself because if you don't have that conversation, you can't assume that you're, you're going to know what to do or you're going to know how to do what you need to do. Uh, I think that happens with successful marriages, successful relationships is communication. You've got to communicate and sometimes you got to communicate with yourself. You've got to have that conversation. I am a big proponent 
of talking to yourself. Maybe not so much verbally out loud in public, you might get a couple looks, but I talk to myself all the time internally and help try to work the things that I've got going on in life out and through. And if I work through those things and I, I start that conversation, I'm going to better position myself for success in the future. So I would definitely encourage the box breathing technique. Uh, seek a medical professional in regards to the heat therapy sauna. If it is something that is safe and something that you can do, I definitely would recommend that. But also doing the box breathing technique while in a sauna, that is a very, very useful and very, very impactful uh, practice that has really helped me with my coping mechanisms, deal with my food addiction, and really just kind of rewrite and rewire kind of the improper pathways that I've got mentally and, and really helping my mental health. So I'm hoping this encourages you, helps you on your podcast. Uh, again, these are short and simple, 10 to 15 minutes. That way, if you're on the road or, or on to work, this is something that you can take with you. Thank you again for all those supporting the uh, podcast on a monthly basis. You're really, really helping. I uh, hope to talk to you on some future topics in the future and hopefully get my wife on here soon. Of course, raising our little girls, getting busier and busier. She's seven months now. So uh, finding the time is uh, a little bit more difficult these days, but we'll try to um, have a Rocky and Dusty show or Rocky and Dusty episode pretty soon. That way we can kind of uh, get caught up on, on what's happening, what's new. So thanks again for listening to the podcast. Talk to you soon. Take care.